The Captain Talk Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. Welcome to the Captain Talks Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, and this is where we talk flicks. Open the podcast, the podcast that we, the Captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you see on the two-board screen. I like to get on here and give my unique perspective, because after 44 years of being on planet Earth, I have developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks. I'd like to get on here and tell you about it, because maybe you care. Maybe you said, Captain, your unique perspective, we've been waiting on it. We got it here because my life has been bored. I've been bored all week. I know you don't say that or think that, but I want to thank you for joining me. And if you've been here before, you know what to expect. It's brand new. I just told you what to do. So I could get on here and I could tell you about how back in the day I went to school to be a radio DJ. I could tell you that. And I didn't get a job because no one wanted to hire me. Maybe I didn't apply myself. I don't know. Who knows? Or I could tell you that I'm the greatest uh, podcast in the po- in the multiverse. I could tell you that. But nobody cares about that. I'm just here to talk about movies, TV, sports, and flicks. So let's get right into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, just last week it was... February 2nd, 2020. And if you look at the numerals on the calendar, that translates to 02022020, which is a bunch of zeros and twos. And if you reverse it, it's a palindrome, so it reads the same way forward and backwards, right? It, it only happens once every so many years. I can't remember, it was a long time before that happened, right? So since that day was 02022020, was I dropped a new project. It's like, it's destiny. It's a cosmic, uh, universal thing. It's 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 cosmic. I gotta drop an album, right? So I dropped the album, the froth of Li- of the the froth of the liquid jade, available over at the Bandcamp. That is the spoken word experimental spoken word style that I do, which I told you is basically when I take spoken word and I put a bunch of synths over it, right? I lay down the vocals, the spoken word, and then synths just ride over the vocals, right? A lot of core keyboards and synthy, machiney, blade runnery, spacey, ambient type sound. It's a very unique soundscape. I highly recommend you check it out. I put a lot of love and effort into it. Pen the lyrics, the lyrics come through, come to me from the Akashic record. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. But somehow they come to my brain. I put them on the on wax. I put them on the computer. I put them on the recording space. I put the ambient music that they, they sense. And there you go. Voila, the froth of the liquid J. Boom. Over at Bandcamp. Available now. You can download it for free. I actually can't download it for free. It actually costs $2.20. But you can stream it for free if you like. And if you want to buy it, it's $2.20. Because it was 02022020. And if you wait long enough, it'll be free eventually down the line some some point in time. But you can stream it for free. Go stream it or pay (laughs) $2.20. That's enough for me to buy a coffee. You know how much I love coffee. Anyway, it's over at Bandcamp. I'll put the link below. Check it out. And now let's get on with the podcast. Alright. It's episode 215. And you might think, well, what's the captain going to talk about this week? What possibly could the captain talk about this week? And as you know, there's a pretty awesome show on TV right now. At this very moment, still on the air. It just started like three weeks ago. 
San Diego. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Star Trek Picard. So, this episode, like the last two before it, I'm going to talk about Star Trek Picard. Because everybody on planet Earth knows that the captain, me, loves Star Trek. Jean-Luc Picard is like my favorite guy. It's the best character of all time. Star Trek, in general, is my favorite genre, or genre, I'm sorry, fandom, or property, or IP, whatever you want to call it, in the entire universe. Nothing better than Star Trek to me. So, of course, I'm going to talk about Star Trek Picard. So this is episode three, and this one is I think called the beginning. The beginning is the end. The end is the beginning. No, the end is the beginning. I believe what it was called. Episode three, and we find our we find Jean Luc getting ready to go in space. Basically, episode three is about him preparing to launch into space, and they open up episode three with uh, a scene between Jean Luc Picard and Jaffa, or, uh, Rafa. I'm sorry, not Jaffa, Rafa. Which is, I believe, that they didn't really explain it, but they used to serve together, probably on Enterprise E, I believe. And um, there was an issue they went into in episode one and two about basically, you know, the supernova went off and uh, they wanted to relocate to Rymanlands and Picard wanted to do that. But apparently Starfleet didn't want to do that. Starfleet didn't want to relocate the Rhymans for whatever reason, which still remains to be, who knows, they'll probably reveal that in this, this series, but we're, we're unclear for whatever reason they don't want to. And then Jean-Luc Picard went to them in this episode and he said, you know what, you're either going to help me or let me let me implement this plan I got so we can relocate these Rhymans to, to get them somewhere safe, or I'm going to resign. So they show an episode that basically Starfleet said, you know what, Captain, you're just gonna have to resign. We'll take your resignation now because we're not moving them darn Romans. We're not moving. We're not doing it. We're not going to move those Romans. I don't care what your plan is, Captain Picard. We're not moving those Romans. It's not happening. Give me that resignation now, sir, because we're not having it. So Picard had to resign. That was like 15 years ago, and they kind of go over that. They kind of, kind of. There's a flashback to to let us know what happened 15 years ago, why Captain Picard resigned. And in the, in the last three, the, the first three episodes, they kind of go into that little bit explaining what exactly happened with the Rescue Nation. Oh, there was the there was the android revolt, the synth revolt, or the synths went crazy on, on on Mars, and Mars was on fire and all this, right? But 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 that that whole sequence and events and, and the, the whole the whole situation of Picard resigning just just reminded me of a quote by Captain Picard. I was thinking about today, like one of the quotes came what episode from but it's in Star Trek The Next Generation and the quote from Captain Picard is it is it is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose that is not weakness that is life that's by Jean-Luc Picard right so so Jean-Luc Picard in, in all his his adventures in Star Trek The Next Generation for the most part everything kind of worked out because Jean-Luc Picard is a master captain a master at, at just dealing with problems he deals with problems efficiently and and, and good and well and, and you know, able to get the desired outcome he wants with him and the help of his his fantastic crew, right? So for almost every problem they ever encountered, a solution would present itself and Picard would would find his way out, right? And, and, and I like to live my life the same way. It's like, we got problems, let's try to resolve them and get through the solution and, and resolve that, right? But 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 that but that that quote I just read. Basically, Picard encountered that quote. He had a circumstance where that quote came into play, which kind of similar to, like I talked about the Kobayashi Maru, the unwinnable situation. There came a scenario, like 15 years ago, where Picard just couldn't get the desired result and outcome he wanted. 
He was I had to resign. He, he was forced to resign. He couldn't resolve the issue of the problem. Although he did everything he could, although he he he, had, he did he tried to, to to lay out the plan and this and this and that, and we're gonna do this this and that to 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 to, to, to tackle this problem. But Starfleet didn't want to play ball. So despite all the the moves and preparation and plans he made, it didn't work out the way he wanted to. Just like that quote. And then, you know, uh, the Rafa asked him, says, you're Picard, you solve all these problems. Picard, you're known for, for, for figuring things out. You couldn't, you couldn't figure this one out? And he said, I did. My plan was to put my resignation on the table, and that was my last-ditch solution to, 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 to get the, the outcome I wanted. And it didn't work. It didn't work. And, and seeing that and hearing that reminded me of myself. Like I said, we see ourselves on the TV because I basically just encountered that. I told you uh, a couple episodes ago that about my Kobayashi Maru. I experienced that. Despite all the things I did, we did to resolve this problem, this situation, to, to get the desired outcome we wanted. Despite all that, the, the consulting people and doing this and doing this and doing this and trying this and consulting this person and this person and using this resource and that resource, did all that. Despite all that, the problem did not resolve itself the way that we had wanted and anticipated and were looking forward to, to working out the way it, did, the way it would that we wanted to it didn't it didn't just like Picard Picard wanted to help relocate to Romulans and did everything he could it didn't work out that way right and it happens it happens to all of us in life that you know we want to we want certain outcomes and things to happen and they don't and in, in, in this situation um, Picard resigned and it changed his the trajectory of his life for the next 15 years, right? So the situation that I didn't get to resolve myself may do the same for me and change the trajectory of my life for, for, for who knows? I don't know. I won't know until I walk the path. But um, it happens. And, you know, Picard, they don't, they don't really show it in the, in the show. But that kind of thing... It, it it gets at you. It does, it gets it's a loss. It gets at you. Like I said in the in the other podcast about the Kobe Ashmore, it gets at you. It's a loss. I can feel that. I know Picard had to be feeling that that man because Picard wants to help these people, wants to help the Brahmins, and his hands were tied. He couldn't do anything. He just had to sit back and and watch the, the situation unfold without doing what he thought he could do to help the situation. And that kid that kills you. That hurts you. That makes you feel bad. You feel horrible. Like I'm powerless and I can't do anything. I know that feeling. I felt it before. I felt that. So they went into that a little bit on Picard. Uh, they talked about that a little bit. That's that that's what I got out of it. So basically when I talk about Picard, um the, the, the episode, I'm just gonna talk about the things that stick out to me in the episode. The whole episode was great. There was a lot of uh, uh different advances in the story and a whole bunch of this you know, the captain the, they introduced the captain of the ship that uh that Picard's gonna go on. Um, they met up with the guy that uh that he's gonna uh, take Picard where he's got to go on his journey. They introduced him, and he's an interesting character. They had the EMH on there, and a lot of other things going on. The, but I'm gonna focus on the unique perspective the captain has. Just the interesting things to me. I mean, the, the whole thing's interesting, but the, the ones that really stuck out. And one other thing that really stuck out in the show to me was that on, on the board cube, there is a Romulan intuitive. I'm pretty sure that the Romulan is an intuitive, and I'm gonna say intuitive. We're kind of talking like, like psychic, maybe. I, I, I'm, it's hard to say, but from watching the show, watching the episode, and from what I know about intuitives, at least on Earth, the way they, they're perceived on Earth at, right now, 
you know, you know what the tarot cards, you know what tarot cards are, those cards with the pictures on and the people interpret those to try to kind of tell you your, your future, right? You've seen those before? You ever, you know, like a medium or a, a intuitive or a, whatever? I, I don't, I'm not really well versed in that, but I, but you, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen them on TV shows. You've heard of them, I'm sure. The card, the tarot cards, right? So the Romulan on the, on the, the name was Ramda, I believe. Ramda was the name, I believe. I think it was Ramda. Um, she had her own um, Romulan version of tarot cards. And in the scene with her and, um, God, what's the, the, the daughter's daughter? I can't remember, not Dodge, I can't remember her name. I forgot her name. But um, uh, she's in the scene with the other android sister. And uh, she's she's flipping these Romulan tarot cards. And almost like seeing the future, kind of. So I, and throughout all Star Trek I've ever watched, they don't dabble a lot in that kind of realm of of, 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 of storytelling with like a psychic, intuitive kind of thing. So I don't know if this, if what we're seeing on the show is that, or maybe she's got some kind of like a memory or some kind of tech, 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 uh, technology that's allowing her to see this or observe. I, I don't know. It gets really, you know, Star Trek gets, it gets weird and, and interesting and it, it, it's, I'm sure they'll reveal it later. Just from watching episode three and just looking at it from face value. And she's flipping tarot cards. Or what seem to be tarot cards. This may be a Romulan intuitive. It was psychic. A psychic. I can't believe I'm saying psychic on Star Trek. It's crazy. But 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 no, but there there to rewind. I think that the uh the TOS there was some Yeah, like TOS actually okay, let me let me stop. I act like that's brand new, it's not brand new. And um the I think the second episode of TOS, they're on the ship and they they got a guy who's got psychic powers. So it's in the in the, in the yeah that, that's right. Okay, so I'm acting like psychic powers is a new is a new territory. It's not. I forgot. I had to search my brain there. And um yeah, episode two I think is TOS. Can't watch. I think it's the is the final frontier or the I don't know. There's, there's one of the episodes. I don't remember. It's, it's the first season. I want to say it's episode two. I can't remember the name. I'm really bad at the names and then when they have what episode it is, but. There's an episode where they're like on the edges of this galaxy or something, and one of the guys on the ship develops psychic powers, right? I'm pretty sure, and, and there's a lady on there, and she studies ESP effect or something. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is. I have to look at it. I should have looked at that before the podcast, but I'm almost positive that's what happened in the episode. So I'm saying that, that there's this 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 intuitive psychic thing they're tackling in the new episode is new territory, but it's really not. They tackled it back in the 60s with TOS. I believe the next generation may have touched. I don't. I'm trying to think. There's so many episodes of Star Trek. It's hard to remember. They may or may not have. But I know TOS definitely tackled that episode two or three or something like that. The first season of TOS, right? So, anyways, re- <laughs> scratch everything I said. The intuitive psychic thing with the rhyme that is not brand new territory. It has been tackled before. But I just find it interesting that Picard would choose to uh, have that in there. It's interesting. It really, that character Ramda and the, the whole scene fascinated me where she was kind of like, you know, seeing the future. I, it's, it's what it seemed like. I can't be 100%. I can't be 100%. I have to see more uh, episodes to see how this unfolds. But that's what it seems like at, at, at first view. So anyways, those are like the main things that stuck out to me was the the the, uh, the, the flashback of uh, Picard and what happened, you know, how he resigned, and then the intuitive. There's a lot of other awesome things happening. There's a great action scene. It's a, the great action scene at the Picard Chateau that happens in there. Very movie-like, very Jason Bourne, uh, drama, thriller-like. It, 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 just, just real quick, I know I'm all over the place this podcast, but, but I find that episode three of Picard, 
this 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 Star Trek Starship Picard to me, and I could be off here, but this is the feeling I get. This is the vibe I get. This is, like, this is how I'm feeling. I've saw the episode twice. I've saw I've saw all the episodes twice. I watched all of them twice. And the feeling I get from this from this Starship Picard is this may be the most the grounded in reality Star Trek we've seen up to this date. There's been countless uh, depictions of Star Trek in movies, uh, TV shows. There's been tons of series. Ton, and there's been tons of series and movies, right? But of all the movies and all the TV series, to me, this one feels like it's the realest. When I say the realest, that it, it's, it feels closer to our reality than any of the other ones I've seen. And you know, it's got all the fancy tech, and it's got the ships, and it's got the lasers, and the transporters, and all the techno babble, right? Okay, it's got all that. But 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 the way it's shot, the feel of it, the the way the conversations, the dialogue, the the look, the aesthetics, the just the, just everything about it. To me, I was, was I was watching episode three today. I was thinking like, this just feels more grounded in reality. I know it's crazy to say because it's science fiction and and there's some some way out concepts and maybe you're like, man, well, I don't know what you, you know what you're talking about, but it just feels more of a realistic trek. If if if, if, if there could be such a thing, it just it just it's the vibe I get. It's how I feel about it. I've seen and I've, remember I've seen all Trek, everything that's been put on TV or the movies of Star Trek. I have seen, but that's everything. Believe that's a lot of Trek to watch, and I can't recall it all, obviously. But uh, yeah. I think this may be the realest portrayal of Star Trek universe world that we've seen today. I could be totally off. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It just seems that way to me, at least. To me, to me, it, se- it really seems that way. Yeah. That's, so that's all I want to talk about this this week. So I know I've been all over the place, but I think generally from here forward, as I talk about these Picard episodes, instead of giving a whole recap of the episode, I'm going to talk about the the, the, the the things in the episode that stick out to me, the captain, because because er- everyone that watches the show. There's gonna be certain, uh, 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 cer- be certain items or scenes or characters or or dialogue that will stick out and resonate more with other people, depending on who you are. And so I, the captain, with my unique perspective, these are the things that resonated with me now, more currently. It will be really interesting as I can watch this Picard series a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, and it'll be something totally different. That's the way good movies work, through TV shows work, good Trek works. Is I watch it and when it comes out, but I watch it decade later, five years later, and something totally different about the show, the movie, the episode will resonate differently with me because I have age. That def- definitely gonna happen. But as of right now, 2020, you know, February, these are these are this is what resonates with me. So yeah. So anyways, Starship Picard, like I said, great show. Great, I love it. It's fantastic. I didn't think it would be bad at all. I knew it would be good. How could it be bad? Uh, it's Patrick Stewart today, right? So anyways, yeah, another fantastic episode. If you haven't seen it yet, go over to YouTube. It's for free on YouTube. If you want to watch the rest of the series, if you're in the United States, you got to get the CBS All Access outside of the States. I believe it's in Netflix, most of the rest of the world. If you want to check it out, check it out. I highly recommend you check it out. Price and uh, access and Netflix is like... Like a nice dinner, like a cheap dinner out, right? Like a cheap, like going out to dinner. If you can afford to go out to dinner once a month, right? You can afford that. You can afford these access to Netflix. Just, you know, do it to, to watch Picard and cancel it. <laughs> I didn't say that. They're going to be mad. Like, don't tell me to cancel it. But um, just watch it anyway. It's a great show, man. It's awesome, man. It's, it's fantastic. But how could it not be? It's got Jean Luc Picard, Patrick Stewart, the greatest guy in the universe. So anyways, um, that completes the podcast. And until next time, we'll see Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. By Albert Einstein. Until next time, it's the Captain Peace.
The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.